This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, February 24th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Mr. Secretary is back. Interior nominees, moderate tone, and poultry giant pleads guilty. Vilsack taking charge at USDA. Tom Vilsack will be back in very familiar surroundings today after winning easy Senate confirmation as Agriculture Secretary. He is expected to be sworn in today. The Senate voted 92 to 7 to approve Vilsack. All of the no votes came from Republicans except for Senator Bernie Sanders. So what's next? Well, the top Republican on the House Agriculture Committee told state ag commissioners yesterday he expects Vilsack to, quote, move ahead with the release of coronavirus food assistance program payments. The incoming administration paused the payments uh, to farmers in order to review the program. There is additional coronavirus assistance that was funded by Congress that is yet to be implemented by USDA. Vilsack has more work coming at him in the form of the $1.9 trillion stimulus plan that Democrats are pushing through Congress. The bill includes nearly $23 billion in new ag and nutrition spending. Now take note. Sanders told reporters that he voted against Bill Sack because he thinks, quote, we need somebody a little bit more vigorous in terms of protecting family farms and taking on corporate. But Sanders went on to say that Bill Sack will be fine as secretary. You can read our report on the confirmation vote at agripulse.com. Interior nominee strikes moderate stance. Interior Secretary nominee Deb Holland de-emphasized her past statements opposing fossil fuel extraction on federal lands, repeatedly describing the halt imposed by Biden as a, quote, pause in order to review the department's leasing program. It's unlikely the New Mexico Congresswoman's statements at the Energy and Natural Resources Confirmation Hearing changed the minds of any of the GOP members who have openly opposed her nomination, most notably Montana Senator Steve Daines. But the tone of her remarks were relatively moderate compared to how critics see her. While saying she expects fossil fuel energy to, quote, continue to play a major role in the American energy landscape, Holland also said Biden's agenda, quote, demonstrates that America's public lands can and should be engines for clean energy production. In response to Utah GOP Senator Mike Lee's criticism of national monument designations, Holland said that everyone deserves to have a say in those. Now take note, Holland got a key endorsement later yesterday when Senator John Tester, the Montana Democrat, announced he would vote for her. He said Holland demonstrated a strong commitment to protecting Montana's public lands, creating good-paying jobs, upgrading aging water infrastructure in rural America, and ensuring the federal government meets its trust and treaty responsibilities to tribal nations. AgriPulse Daybreak will continue after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. 
Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Grassley to press tie on Chinese trade deal. Iowa GOP Senator Chuck Grassley wants to make sure that the Biden administration will continue to press China to live up to its ag purchase commitments under the Phase 1 trade deal, and he says he intends to press U.S. Trade Representative nominee Catherine Tai on the issue tomorrow at her confirmation hearing. Speaking to reporters yesterday, Grassley stressed he will be following up on what the Biden administration is going to do to police China in keeping the agreement to buy $80 billion worth of U.S. ag commodities in 2020 and 2021. Grassley said he will also ask for a progress report on how the U.S. is rallying Japan, South Korea, Canada, and the European Union to join with the U.S. in its efforts to force China to be more fair and transparent trading partner. China uncommitted on ethanol expansion. China's been buying U.S. ethanol recently, raising hopes that the country is going to commit to importing much more in 2021. But it's still unclear just how much the Chinese want to invest in the long-term use of the fuel, said Greg Dowd, former chief agriculture negotiator for the U.S. Trade Representative. My sense is that China is really trying to think through this whole notion of infrastructure for the use of ethanol and blending. Dowd, now the chief economist for Aimpoint Research, said at a webinar hosted yesterday by the Farm Foundation. China has already signaled its desire to shift automobile production to electric cars. Dowd said that will play a role in how much the country wants to commit to the future of blending ethanol and gasoline. We'll have more on the agriculture trade prospects with China in this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Pilgrim's Pride pleads guilty to price-fixing. Poultry giant Pilgrim's Pride has pleaded guilty and agreed to pay a criminal fine of nearly $108 million for taking part in price-fixing and bid-rigging in the broiler chicken market. The company's guilty plea came at a hearing yesterday in federal court in Colorado. The plea agreement says the company's participation in a conspiracy, quote, with at least one competitor, affected $361 million in sales to KFC from 2013 through 2017. Pilgrims is the first company to plead guilty for its role in a conspiracy to fix prices and rig bids for broiler chicken products. Ten executives and employees at major broiler chicken producers have also previously been charged, the Justice Department said. The investigation remains ongoing. Food Prize Laureates to Biden Prioritize World Hunger Some 24 World Food Prize laureates are asking President Joe Biden to prioritize reducing hunger across the globe. Hunger levels are rising. Child undernutrition levels are at a severe risk of rising. Obesity is increasing. 
we are off track to meet climate targets. Biodiversity is being squandered. Not enough decent jobs are being created. And community resilience is being undermined, the laureates say in a letter. They also say the administration should play a leadership role in the upcoming United Nations Food Systems Summit and expand the U.S. Aid Feed the Future initiative to more countries. Here's today's He Said It. Thanks for being all beef and no bull today. That Kentucky Ag Commissioner Ryan Quarles to Senator John Bozeman of Arkansas, who often talks about his experience with breeding cattle. Quarles is president of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, February 24th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.